welcome back to the Most Wanted Podcast. I'm your host, Nahum Bogale, and nothing is safe from discussion over here. Before we start off, let me shout out those listening in on Anchor, Radio Public, Overcast, Breaker, Pocket Cast, as well as Google Podcasts. Also want to give a big shout out to those listening in through Spotify as well. If you're listening in from Apple Podcasts, make sure to give it a five-star rating and review as well. If you're listening in on YouTube via the Brawl Hive channel, make sure to like and comment on the video and subscribe to the channel while you're at it. I also started streaming on Twitch at Boca Lenahum, which is my last name, first name, where you can catch me either playing games or live reacting to YouTube videos or any or even music as well. Uh, you can stay up to date with the podcast on Instagram at Most Wanted Podcast or as well as on Twitter at Most Wanted Pod. So, how are we all doing, guys? I ain't even gonna lie, my hair looking kind of fucked right now. Oh my goodness, I gotta get a cut quick. I ain't gonna lie. Yo, my hairline is leaving me. Like, you see the left side here? You see this? This left side is leaving me. I'm actually depressed. It's over for me. I'm cooked. But, hey. <laughs> Hey, at least I'm getting the haircut tomorrow, though. So, you know what I'm saying? Tomorrow, today's Wednesday. So, tomorrow, Thursday, I'm getting the cut, and then I'm watching No Way Home. Thursday? Ooh-wee! Best believe there's going to be an episode of the podcast dedicated to Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, my goodness. I hope you realize. I hope all y'all realize. I'm pulling up in a full suit, like a full suit for the occasion. There's no way you are not going to catch me at the theater without my suit on because I am ready to watch this generational beating that Peter Parker slash Tom Holland is about to get from the Sinister Six and my goat Willem Dafoe? Come on, don't play with these niggas, bro. Come on. Anyways, this episode, I want to talk about um, something that's really near and dear to me. Um, It's a manga, actually, called Vagabond. I don't know if most of y'all have read it or not, but for me personally... It's my favorite manga of all time. Like, point period. Like, I always talk about One Piece being my one of my favorites, but it's in my top five. If I'm talking about manga, if we're talking just about animes, then One Piece is my favorite. But if we're include, if we're saying just mangas in general, I think One Piece would be about third. Shit, I might as well give my top five now. So I got Vagabond, which we'll be talking about this episode. Uh, second would be Kingdom. Ooh. We're going to talk about Kingdom. Kingdom is some gas. Oh, my. We're going to talk about Kingdom. And then uh, third would be One Piece. I believe four would be Berserk. And then five would probably be Vinland Saga. Probably. I still, It's been a while since I've, since I've thought about this. So I think I might have been forgetting a couple of them. But I think that would be my top five in terms of manga all time. And I still got a bunch on my reading list, too. So... List could change, but for right now, that's what it is. And so this episode, I want to talk about Vagabond and how I feel about it. And, you know, it's just peak fiction, in my opinion. Oh, my goodness. So let's start off with the plot. So basically, it revolves around based off of a true story of, uh, well, it's based loosely around the life of uh, Miyamoto Musashi, who was known as one of the greatest Japanese samurai who have ever lived. He was known as quite the... What's the word for it? Like a rev- not a revolutionary figure, but like he was around like the eight, like the last known period of samurais before uh, Japan slowly got out of their isolationism. At the time, I believe I can't. I don't know the time period. I don't think it was the Edo period. I think it was. Man, I haven't read it in a while. I think it was the Sengoku period that they mentioned. Something along those lines. I, I can't remember. It, I have to reread it. It's so good. I was planning on rereading it for this episode, but I was like. <sighs> 
I'll just talk about what I feel like. You guys know me by this point. Even then, it's it's based loosely around his life, of course, because not everything in a manga is going to follow, like, beat by beat what happened in real life. So it follows his life. I believe his name was... What was his name before? I think it was Takezo. Takezo was his name beforehand. And um, he was a real... He was a menace. I ain't go cap. He was a menace to society. He was. He had a best friend. I think his name was Takemichi or something like that. I have to read this, man. It's been so long. He had a best friend, and there was a girl he was crushing on in his village. But everyone in his village hated him because he was a fucking menace to society. And basically, the whole plot is is that once he leaves, he starts trying to understand who he really is as a person and trying to change who he is as a person. Obviously, with the help of other people, but with the help of, you know, the art of the sword. I believe that's Kendo or Kenjutsu or... I really shouldn't say these words if I don't know what they mean, but I know Ken something is talking about, like, you know, the art of the sword. And so him, he's basically trying to change his life for the better, if that if that makes sense. Obviously, that makes sense. What the fuck? And there's one guy, I can't remember what his name was, but he was a priest that was trying to help out. By the way, the reason why he changed his name from Takezo to Miyamoto Musashi was basically to... Uh, remove himself from his past life in order to signify his change into being a better person and him evolving and trying to fight off his dark in his dark ambitions like you know his demonic side that he fostered as a kid when you know no one really cared for him or you know looked out for him and it's just it's a manga that makes you think first and foremost the artwork is beautiful it is probably one of the best art styles that i've ever seen in my life the mangaka i believe his name is inoue he is one of the best manga artists I've ever seen. Him, Tide Kubo, who is the mangaka for Bleach. Obviously, rest in peace, Kentaro Miura for Berserk. They have made some of the best artwork I've ever seen, personally, when it comes to manga. And it's just like the landscaping. And it was all, not even digital. It was literally by ink that he was drawing all of this. I'm like, you're that talented alone? Like, I'll be showing pictures of it throughout the episode. And I'm like, it's it's so beautiful to look at. And then, even then, the amount of... Like, it just, it's a manga that makes you think about how it really... How you view life and how you can change yourself for the better. Me, personally, I've always been the type of person that... I've listened to motivational shit before. Like, obviously, like, you know, school has, you know, those pep rallies where they bring in a motivational speaker or... You know, you always get those speeches type of things from, like, other people about trying to be motivated. And, like, you listen to it, and it just kind of, like, goes one it goes through one ear and then out through the other. Like, you listen to it, but, like, it just doesn't, like, hit you in your core. But Vagabond was one of the few things that genuinely hit me in my core and just made me contemplate life in general. Like, made me look up and just see what is my purpose here. Like... I remember there was one speech that uh, Miyamoto Musashi had. Not a speech, but a monologue, I believe. And I'm paraphrasing, so I don't know if this is the exact wording. But he was saying, if you, like, my place in this world is as insignificant as a fly. Because he was looking up at the stars at the time. It was nighttime. He was looking up. It's like, my place in this world is insignificant. But yet, my potential can reach as far as the stars are in the world and he just thought about it and I, it made me think and you're like even though we as people are just <sighs> if you guys don't know 
I'm in the university building right now, like recording as we speak. And that sound was literally from a speaker here. Pisses me off because I don't know why. There's nothing that should be interfering with your signal. What the fuck is wrong with you, bitch ass nigga? Anyways, but yeah, it, it's pretty much showing like even though we as people are insignificant when it comes to the history of this planet. Us as humanity have the potential to do so much great things in life. Obviously, we as humans are fucked up. You see war, strife, poverty, you know, like the worst of inhumanity all the time. And it really shows, like, and the news doesn't help either. Because it's just non-stop negativity with rare, rare peaks into, you know, the good that humanity actually has to offer. And Vagabond... As, while it does show you like some of the lowest things like shows you some real low points for the main character Musashi Miyamoto as well as you know um, his friends that they you know that they encounter but even then it's just it tries to show you that with even with all this dark there's still light ahead of you and it's the constant struggle between the both of trying to find the right balance and trying to find the balance necessary enough that you can walk the path of light without suffering any inhibitions from your darker path and it's really similar to berserk in that aspect because berserk also is following that that same ideology of i mean then again most of the greatest seinens of all time kind of have something to are definitely uh influenced by berserk because berserk was one of the ogs i think it came out shit in the 80s maybe mid to late 80s early 90s if i'm not mistaken or maybe it might be late 90s for all i know but it's easily one of the most influential mangas of all time and you can definitely see that has played a role in vagabond and it's just like the storytelling the main character's progression and you cannot talk about miyamoto Musashi without uh bringing up uh kyoshiro what the fuck was his name senjiro kyoshiro one second all right, I found it. That took much longer than it needed to. But his name was Sasaki Kojiro. And he's also based off of a real life person. And in the end, unfortunately, the manga has never finished. So it's never going to show the final part, which is supposed to be, which is based off of real life, where Sasaki Kojiro and Miyamoto Musashi actually fight against each other. In a like an actual all-out fight, in which in history it states that uh, Kojiro loses, uh, Miyamoto Musashi wins, but this is also highlighting like halfway through. I think it cuts from uh, Miyamoto Musashi's journey, and it automatically goes into like the birth and um, what's it called, the life of uh, Sasaki Kojiro, and it throws me for a loop. I I was actually like, I was like, what the fuck? Did my manga app just like crash or something? Did it just give me like a brand new manga that, that I'm reading? What the fuck? But no, actually, this is technically the second main character as he is just as important to the story as it is Miyamoto Musashi because they're two sides of the same coin where what's his name Miyamoto Musashi was initially very like impulsive and very hot-headed now he's a lot more calm more rational he's more calm like more inner peace like more at his inner peace I would say whereas Kojiro, who was actually born deaf, really hasn't let that disability stop him because he's one of the coldest niggas there. Holy shit. 
Oh my lord, this nigga is crazy with that blade. He is very impulsive, very reckless, very childlike, I would say, but recently, like not recently, because the last manga chapter came out 2015, and my nigga, I'm recording this in 2021, still no new chapter. I'm in pain, I need more. Um, <laughs> but even then, he's practically like very similar to Musashi in that sense. And so it's highlighting the difference between the two as well as the similarities. And ultimately is going to lead to the final clash between the both of them, um, which would eventually end in um, Kojiro's death. And by the way, I remember the priest's name. Actually, I don't remember. I searched it up. <laughs> uh, his name is uh, Takuhan. Takuhan is probably my favorite character because he gives such valuable insight like, you, you don't know his past all that much, but he's a very wise and experienced priest. Or not priest, but a monk, sorry. It's a monk. Very wise and experienced monk. And he kind of catches Miyamoto Musashi at some of his lowest moments. And he's the one that kind of leads, slowly leads him into the right path. Um, and it's, it's all very, like, a very subtle change. It's not like one day Miyamoto is all, like, grumpy and like, oh, yeah, fuck everyone, fuck the world. The next day he's, oh, yeah, I'm all happy, I'm all calm. No, 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 no. Miyamoto Musashi has to go through a lot, and I mean so much suffering in order to change who he is, in order to finally move past from his, you know, his past, not warmongering, but very much so, um, what's it called? Ab abrasive self into now his new him and it, it's a beautiful journey to watch or read F fuck the english language but yeah it's it's really one of the best recommendations in terms of manga that i could offer unfortunately as much as i would want to say that it's still an ongoing manga unfortunately it isn't it got not canceled but uh the mangaka inoue took a break from it in 2015 and hasn't come back to it yet unfortunately we're all praying i'm praying that he comes back because i need the resolution so it's literally in the final arc like the last chapter was introducing the final arc and yet and yet he needed a break and granted i completely understand i can't remember why exactly i think it was something to do with his physical health if i'm not mistaken but you know as much as i would wish for you know it to come back you know mental health and physical health has to come first as a priority always when it comes to this because you want to be able to do this a long term and be at 100% capacity so you don't want to like half ass anything and you don't want yourself to feel even more downtrodden as a result is that a word downtrodden downtrodden anyways you guys know what i mean um so yeah i would definitely recommend that without a shadow of a doubt my favorite manga of all time but i can't count kingdom is coming up there is my favorite kingdom oh when i talk about kingdom you will hear me push some crazy agendas and it is, it's what a sight, what a sight to behold. Just to wrap things up, Vagabond, uh, you can read it on almost any app, like as any manga app, um, buy it. I definitely recommend buying it. The manga, like the manga, physical copy, that's the word. Physical copies itself, really, really enjoy it. I cannot stress it enough. It, if it made me think, and keep in mind, I have negative brain cells. If it can make me personally think about my life direction and what I want to do in my life and change myself for the better, trust me, it's, it's worth the read. But with all that being said, thank you all for making it to the end of the episode. If you want to show love to the podcast, follow me on both Instagram at Most Wanted Podcast as well as Twitter at Most Wanted Pod to stay up to date on guest features, upload days, and more. 
Once again, I want to shout out those listening in on Google Podcast, Breaker, Overcast, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and Anchor. If you're listening in on Apple Podcasts, make sure to give a five-star rating and review as well. You can also listen to the podcast on Spotify, as well as on YouTube via the Broad Hive channel, where you can not only find my podcast, but plenty of other top-notch material. 